Reddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, June 30th. The Vols are picking up somehow more recruits. I thought at this point we've got to be maxed out. It seems like every day Pruitt is bringing in more guys um, and quality guys. And then we talked about last week before our boy um, uh, T. Hodge committed. He's, he's uh, making sure we keep the talent in state too, which – a uh, long time ago, but I mean, we, I guess we talk about it kind of every week when that stuff comes up. You got to take care of your in-state talent for a lot of reasons, and so far, he's done it. Yeah, and this year, Tennessee, especially you know in the Memphis area, but I mean, it's it's kind of spread out. There's guys in Chattanooga, there's guys in the Knoxville area that, um, you know, a lot of guys in the mid-state that are high priority talent. Um, and so that, I think it's good for Tennessee to make those guys a priority. Right. I mean, why, why try us with <laughs> They're right here. Greatest state. <clears throat> yeah. And I mean, I mean, they, a lot of, you know, we talked about, um, golly, I'm so bad with names, but Elijah Howard, uh, I don't, I can't believe it. I couldn't even think of his first name when I started that sentence and somehow got it. I'm impressed with myself. Nice. They, um, but, uh, we don't know. If he'll end up star rate, you know, rating wise, if he'll be a great recruit. Looking at mm-hmm. that, we know he's got the speed. Um, got to put on some size, and we're really interested in what he does at Baylor, Chattanooga Baylor this year. Um, but yeah, he, he's got the he's got the skill set, um, and I, I don't think Pruitt's just going to offer a kid because he's from the state. And I don't necessarily think he should. You got to have that talent too, and uh, they obviously think there's something there that he can be impactful and. Um, they also, uh, you know, they believe that, that they can coach him up. So. Yeah, true. Nothing to add? Are we just getting right into recruiting? <laughs> um, that wasn't on the list, but if you'd like to, I mean, I'm yeah, – so I mean, It's on the list, but that's yeah. not the order. But, I mean, if you yeah, want so, – Since we're already talking about it, let, let's start with, like you said, T. Hodge committed. Um, and he is the number 22 player in Tennessee – out of Maryville High School is one of those fitting the mold and Jeremy Pruitt wanting that bigger Mac. Um, he, he fits that mold. He's around 6'1 to 2, 2.30. Um, so a big guy, a guy that plays within a system at Maryville. So he's not just like do it all for his team. So he's not going to have the, the ton of yards, ton of touchdowns. A lot of people were comparing him to Jalen Hurd. Jalen Hurd was that entire beach team. Not saying there there wasn't any talent right. on that team because there yeah you know, there was I mean they won a state championship he can't yeah. literally do it single handedly although he just about did it while you're on that I know a lot of y'all hate Jalen Hurd I, I think everyone's come around to love like not love him but be okay with his decision yeah and that's fine you should the kid do it was best for him he might have won and cried but the good news is is hopefully at 20 years old um you know he learns from his mistakes so. Hopefully you've done fine. But that beach state championship game was insane to watch. It was the very first play of the game was just Jalen Hurd. He got met in the backfield on a handoff, broke a tackle in the backfield, a tackle at the line of scrimmage, and then went on to score like a sixty yard touchdown, I think. Yeah. It was insane. I was like, We we had a team that we should have gone farther than we did and weren't able to, and I'm thinking, Well, at least we didn't have to play them. Yeah. <laughs> So I think the body type is similar. Maybe the speed might be similar as well. Um, but when it, it it comes to like production, Jalen Hurts going to win that because yeah. T. Hodge is on one of the best programs, I would say in the country, um, for sure the state. But I would think it'd be up there in the country as well with right. the with the record they have um, yeah. and always yeah. getting to the state championship this season. Right and. Um... Yeah, he's got a good frame. I thought he was a little bit taller. What do you list it at? 6'1", 6'2"? I think Rivals has him at 6'3". Okay. So, I thought, yeah, I thought he was a little bit taller. Um, but that's, I mean, that's not, that's not, I think, you're not with him, you're not getting into the discussion of too tall for running back. Right. Uh, whereas Jalen Hurd, that was all you talk about. What is he, 6'6"? That's all you talk about um, yeah. with him. But he's already he's already 230, and it doesn't look like a loose 230. Like, he looks fit, looks like yeah. about as slim as could I mean obviously he probably could slim down, but looks at two thirty. That's a he's a he's a big two thirty. 
Yeah, and I don't think he's a flashy guy. <clears throat> I don't think he goes to a ton of camps. Um, but his offer list kind of speaks for itself with um, Ole Miss, Missouri, Kentucky, um, Arkansas. So those SEC schools as well as Oregon, Virginia Tech. So there's those ACC Pac-12 schools as well. So ton of offers. Um, I think it's a good pickup for this class. You need a running back. There's not a ton of running back talent in this class. Um, so to have somebody so close by that could fit what you need for this team was, was huge. When did his Tennessee offer come in? I must have missed it. He's been – his name has been around – it feels like he's been in high school for eight years because he's, um, he's been uh, kind of talked about since his freshman year. He, he's been on that – name on that Maribel roster. Right, because he played. He played. Yeah. And so it, feels, so it just feels like he's been in high school forever. I, I mean, I feel like I'm like, yeah, I mean, that dude – you know, played in the 2012 state championship, but um, yeah, he uh, he's been around there for a while. So I, I guess I expected a Tennessee offer to come, but I don't remember it happening. When did the, when did that happen? Um, it wasn't an automatic commit, right? Like it was longer ago. So it was June 16, 2018. Okay, so, so yeah. last gotcha. Yeah, I don't remember fall. You know that that offer falling, but like I said, I just kind of expected it to. So it didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't know when, but I thought it would come. Right, yeah, I feel, I feel like, like that's, that's a big deal for um, David Johnson as well, moving over to running backs this season and, and really taking over that. Which there was there was a lot of talent. Um, there's a lot of talent in that running back room, and, and there will be when T. Hodge gets there. Um, you also could lose a lot with Ty Chandler and Tim Jordan could be gone next year. And Carlin feels like he will be gone, so... That's, that's three guys that have had production in the past um, in their career in Tennessee. So, look for T. Hodge to – I don't know, him and, him and Jeremy Banks, that'd be a that'd be a solid duo. <laughs> I wouldn't want to tackle either one of them. So, pick your point. <laughs> Shout out to the ball boy 81 for starting Marvel, right? Marvel. It was funny. For the longest time, I haven't been to a Marvel game in a long time. But um, the announcer, when I – you know, if when – Southwood wasn't playing in the playoffs, thankfully. Now they're, they're getting there every year. Mm-hmm. We'd usually go and, and catch a, a Maribel game. And when, especially when Morristown West was really good, because that's where my dad went to high school. Um, so if they played, we'd go and watch that game. And he always pronounced it Maryville High School. Like, emphasized that. He's like, Welcome to Maryville High School. I was like, Yeah. I always thought that was the strangest thing. He basically so, the same guy. I'm sure that's the correct pronunciation. I'm just, it's. Right. Because people's pride is Maryville. Right. <laughs> you know, so. But, yeah, they like teach people at work to say Maryville. I'm like, it's not gonna happen. I'm not gonna say it like that. <laughs> I'm from the south. So <laughs> yeah, this is this is how it's gonna be. Yeah, that's not. I've said it all my life, so I'm not gonna say it wrong. That's fair. So you is Clayton located in Maryville? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Alcoa. Okay, Clayton, yeah. I thought it was technically it's, Alcoa. It's weird. It's Alcoa Trail, but it is Maryville, Tennessee. Alcoa is pretty small when you look at the limits. Yeah, so <clears throat> makes sense. Um. Moving moving on from recruiting and looking at when these guys get onto campus and whatnot, we're going to talk about some players that um, – breakout players. And I, I might have went away from the list just a tad because I guess a few of the guys I have technically had good seasons last year. Yeah. So, I mean, calling them breakouts a little bit of a stretch, but maybe be more impactful this year. Yeah. So, I'll let you start with this. Okay. I'll start defense. Um and I went with a guy who looked like he was going to have a good freshman year. Um, he got kind of hit with that injury bug and didn't really get the season he, he would have liked. And that's safety Trayvon Flowers. Um, a guy who didn't play football until his senior year of high school and then was going to start his first game as a true, fresh, true freshman. Um, so I, I feel like he – He's a super athletic kid, played three sports, was actually committed to Kentucky um, before actually kind of breaking onto the scene um, as a – I think he was a three-star recruit. Mm-hmm. And, and Clemson really wanted him out of high school, and Tennessee was able to get that commit from him. Um, and I think I think he just needs to understand the game more um, for, for only playing one year. And then last season he was out most of the season due to injury. Um, but I – he was he came here to play football and baseball, right? Um, but didn't really play, um, or decided not to play this spring in baseball. And I think Jeremy Pruitt kind of had a, a talk with him 
in, in the offseason, just being like, you know, you're playing. You're, you're going to be a starter for us. Right. You need to understand the game more. This is what you can improve on. Um, and, you know, a, a spring is going to help you um, for that season to come. So, I, I think that's why Trayvon Flowers is my breakout player. I think he has this secondary is going to be very talented. Um, thin. Yeah. It, it, it is, is going to be thin. You return pretty much everybody except for Abernathy. Right. Um, so that's good. And you have that veteran back there with Nigel Warrior. Um, then you have Alante Taylor and Bryce Thompson, who we all know is, is super talented. So look for him to have a, a breakout year and be kind of that. Maybe Nigel Warrior is the quarterback of the defense, but look for Trayvon Flowers to take over that role as soon as he leaves. Right. Um, I'll stick on the defensive side with you. Oh, I'm not going to stray away. I like that start. I'm going to go with um, Darrell Middleton. Ooh. I like um, – we talked about this when I did our defensive line preview. Um, his size, I think he's 6'7", um, lost the, the weight, but like 260, 270. Yeah. Big old boy. Um, he uh, He's coming from uh, East Mississippi State. Or is it East or just East Mississippi? East Mississippi Community College. Yeah. yeah. Um, not us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that defensive line, you don't really know what you're getting this year. They really need it shored up. Um, he did well for EMCC. He, um, helped them win a national championship. Was it this year? Or is it? Yep. Yeah, this year. And, um, he actually, he had a few tackles in that game. And I think at one point led the league in tackles. Um, oh, nice. one point. I don't know if that stayed for the year, but was up there around there. Um, so I think he can really help us shore up the the defensive line, and um, I think if he does break out, it, it has a huge. We talked about that uh, during the D line preview. That has a huge impact on on how that whole unit performs. If you can just have one guy give you consistent good snaps, um, yeah, the the depth might not. You know, when when he's got to go out or whatever, it may drop off. But you know, hopefully you're at least getting quality snaps at some point. And we, and we talked about D line too. I, I just don't know about Emmett Gooden. Apparently, he just can't practice right now, like in terms of how he. But um, yeah, someone like someone like Darrell Middleton, I like coming from community college where he was able to be successful, get in here with a good staff, hopefully, and, and keep building on that success. And um, I, I I just like his position too in terms of um, where his unit's at and building on that. So yeah, that's why I got Darrell Middleton. I'm gonna go offense next. I'm gonna go with. Um, Dominique Wood Anderson. Okay. We've heard nothing but good things about him. Um, had a great spring. Then you add Jim Chaney. You know, is he going to be more utilized? I think he had 17 catches for about 140 yards and, and two touchdowns last season. Um, so not a ton. Um, but when you needed him, he was there. And I feel like he didn't play a lot of tight end. He played quarterback in high school. And mm-hmm. when he got to Arizona Western, he was a defensive end. So hasn't really played tight end. So once you go from quarterback to high school and then you get to junior college and he was used out wide as a receiver at times, to come to the SEC to stick your hand in the ground and, and be, you know, in the trenches where games are worn or won. Um yeah, I guess worn too probably worn. <laughs> Warm or worn? Worn. Worn. Both. Yeah. <laughs> Both. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like he hasn't played tight end a ton. Um, so, you know, more and more practice, um, another spring, another fall camp. I, I feel like he should be much improved. And with Jim Chaney coming in, he's the guy who utilizes tight ends. Look at Isaac Nada um, at, at Georgia, but he utilized him a ton. We, all, we obviously taught him how to pick up that fumble in that 45 <laughs> Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was all Jim Chaney. I right. Mean, talk about thinking outside the box. Yeah. That man, he knows it. He knows it. So that, that's why I got Dominique Wood Anderson. That, that was sarcasm. I feel like some ball fans might say that literally. So I just want to cover myself. That was sarcasm. <laughs> You're covered. No. Um, but yeah, that, that's why I have Dominique Wood Anderson. I feel like he's a good receiving core, um, but he's he's somebody that Garantano can check down to if he gets in trouble um, and can open up um, passes on the outside. Um, I'm going to stay defense real quick, uh, and I'm going to go with Cordarius Crouch. Freshman, um, coming in fresh. Uh, do we know he's definitely going to stay on the defensive side of the ball now that I said that? Because <laughs> I guess we don't know. 
surely with our slew would, of running slew of our, I would think with backs. Darren Kirkland Jr. retiring that that kind of was his fault. Yeah. Um, yeah, you think so, but I say it aloud, and I'm like, oh, no. Um, but the reason I've got him as a breakout is, uh, again, he comes in with the size. Um, he's also quick. Another position group that really could add – this group is more looking for depth. Now, you've got a few guys that can that will probably be in that starting lineup that you're, you're confident in. Um, but I like his size as far as being an SEC linebacker goes. Um, and it, we just – we need more there right now. And you've heard a lot of great things about him. And if we, if I whiff and be wrong, it's fine. I just – I don't think Quadrarius Crouch is going to be a guy that was rated incorrectly. Yeah. Um, Four-star – Right, coming uh, coming in here, and um, I think he was like on the, you know, I think he's one of those guys that very highly rated four star that I think a lot of people thought at one point could have potentially been a five. Yeah. And um, so yeah, I, I think I, he was a five before he got hurt. He was a five. Yeah. Okay. So um, there you go. Yeah, he didn't play his senior year either, right? Or he, very little. Very little. Um, but yeah, I, I like I like him to to uh, get in. And, and I don't know when he so he may start playing right off the bat. I just I don't know. I, I feel like this is a lot of these freshmen um, are going to be asked to do a lot, but I don't know if that's going to be from day one. No. They may be guys that when injuries start to hit four or five games in, that's when their playing, playing time picks up. So you may not see him, you know, until that stretch of SEC games. Um, but I, I, I look for him to do good stuff when when he does get a chance. So. Yeah, and I, I feel like there's a big learning curve from from high school to. SEC, especially at linebacker, um, right. when you have so much to read and everything. But with him, he, he's so athletic. I feel like he could – we can just put him in and be like, see the ball, hit the ball. <laughs> yeah, and I, I feel like a lot of those guys struggle. Um, you have a learn, You talked about the learning curve, getting coverage-wise. Yeah. I don't think you have to worry about him with the with the speed and athleticism you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's something you have to worry about. Now you have to hope that he understands um, the, the positioning and the uh, – the scheme well enough to uh, to to learn the or to be able to play it. So hopefully he can because I think he does have yes the speed and athleticism to do it. Yeah, but Tennessee's had a good track record with freshman linebackers. Yeah, I mean, look at I feel like that linebacker wise, it's usually their best year. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> they, I feel a little confident. They get going. worse. <laughs> yeah, I feel a little bit confident going with a freshman. Yeah. freshman. Your freshman year, that's your time to shine. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I got one more, um, and I'm going to go offensive side of the ball um, again, and that's going to be Josh Palmer. I like Josh Palmer. To, I watched that Auburn game. He had a couple of really good catches in the Auburn game. Yeah, he's one that can go get it. Um, I feel like he's he's one of the best route runners on this wide receiver group. Dude, and the wide receiver depth is insane. Oh, yeah. it's We've it's got to get the ball. In. I mean, it'd be cool to have, you know, Marquez Callaway and Juwan James catching a lot of balls. But we've got enough to spread it out. Yeah. Like, we don't need them to do that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I interrupted you. I, I, oh, you're fine. Because I was just I, – I was looking at that uh, – I think yesterday I was looking at it, and I was just thinking, good. Like, that's insane. But I also get annoyed with spreading it around because when something works, I don't know why we go away Correct. from it. Correct. I agree with that. If you remember the West Virginia game when Callaway was getting those five-yard pitches and would turn them into seven, eight, yeah. ten was, yards. Yeah. We went away from it. And we just stopped. So, like, ran, like it wasn't a broken up pass. It wasn't a poor. Nope. Uh, you know, it wasn't a poor play after the catch or something. Nope. Just we're like, oh, that was enough of it. We did it three times. Got three first downs. Yeah. Why well, do it? Why well, uh, that make sense? No, don't do it. But, and I understand to keep them honest. Like maybe the next play you go to a run to, you know, to make sure they they stay in the box, but you don't hit on it neck again. At least in that drive, you don't try it again. Yeah, especially when you're down. Yeah. If that's working, like. Crap, go to it. Yeah, I mean, I understand just because of the way the game's played, you have to go away from it for a play. But they legitimately did it like three times in a row, and it worked. Yeah. And I know, I mean, maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm overthinking it. No, I might, maybe I'm underthinking it, but they were definitely overthinking it. Yeah. And he's had some issues with some drop passes. Um, but from what I'm hearing, he's, he's much improved. I feel like he's taken over that leadership role. In that wide receiver room, he's actually on that trip to Rwanda. Oh yeah, there he's doing to the ball, ball leader. leader yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. So he's doing that. So you know, look look for that to translate on the field as well. That mm-hmm. that leadership ability. Um, but it, I think he won most improved player this spring. Mm-hmm. And from what I heard, that he looked like the number one receiver 
So, and I know Callaway and Jennings are good. Right. So if you're, I, I think Josh Palmer has a a little bit more speed than Callaway. It seems. Yeah. Like it, it seems like he's got he can break. He seems he has more breakaway speed than than Callaway. Mm-hmm. Now Callaway can go up with anybody and beat them, so yeah. he didn't really necessarily need it. But right. um, yeah, Palmer seems to have more more breakaway speed than Callaway, and then Jennings isn't Jennings quick is quick, but he's not very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have hardly any breakaway speed. He almost got caught on the uh, the touchdown. That's the that's his pee tabers. Yeah, he, he's just a mis a mismatch. Yeah, no, he is. Like um, he's he's big, and he and he is quick. He can usually get away from guys to make a catch. It's it's just. Once he gets out into space, he's not the fastest guy. He's fast enough, but he's not the fastest. Yeah, he's just a gamer. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, I'd almost want to see him like kind of like Josh Dobbs, like play quarterback, just to. I feel like he's gonna make something good happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, when in doubt, just give it to Juwan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got two more. I'm gonna hit on him real quick. Well, I don't really have two more. I've got one. You mentioned this wide receiver core, and I'm really excited for Cedric Tillman. Uh, <coughs> underrated. I don't. I don't know if he'll be. That's why I said that one. That this one doesn't really count. But because I don't, how many touches will he get with this receiving court? I don't know. Um, but we talked about him last year because he was very underrated from Bishop Gorman. And um, but six three, he's listed <coughs> on the roster at two twelve. So great body size. They say really good hands. Um, smart player, I, be- I believe. And um, so yeah, I, I'm curious if he's able to get in there and see what you know, see what he can do. Um, so yeah, I don't really count that one, but that would be somebody exciting to see. That yeah. I, w- I want to see it because I've heard good things about him. So I, I, I would like to see that happen. Um, and then my next one, I hit on kind of like uh, we talked a little bit. I don't even know what we're talking about on Wednesday, but we talked about Tim Jordan for a minute mm-hmm. and how he can help Ty Chandler's game. I kind of want to go the same thing with Jeremy Banks. Um, I think if Jeremy Banks can hang on to the football, he can be super impactful for this team. Um, and he can he can help not only himself you know <laughs> registers the uh, the yards and touchdown but touchdowns but uh, he can also do a lot for Tim Jordan and a lot for uh, Todd Chandler. So. Yeah, I feel like he is exactly what Jeremy Pruitt wants mm-hmm. in a running back. Big, he has the passion, um, the competitiveness. Just hang on to the football. Hang on to the football. <laughs> and, and maybe last year a little bit. I know at least. I mean, I think two of the plays were him trying to make something good happen. So hopefully he's put in a situation this year where he doesn't feel like he necessarily has to always try to make something happen. A few of the touch or a few, I think the fumble there was a stretched out fumble going for either first down or touchdown. It was a touchdown. It was a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. And he's trying to make a play, and if that's a third down play, it stinks you don't get those three points. But if it's a third down play, I understand it. Um, I don't remember what the down was, and and, and I kind of understand it. Period. Of like, you're trying, you see the end zone, you're trying to score. You want that. You talked about being passionate. You want that passion. But you also got to play smart at something. Yeah, you got to you got to make sure you you know the situation, um, you know what, what what's going on in the game, and play smart. And he's a freshman. He definitely wanted to probably make get his you know name in the paper and be that breakout guy. Uh, so yeah, if he can just hang on to the football, and I think a lot of that's playing a little bit smarter, um, knowing the situation, knowing what you got to do. But yeah, I, I like him. He's a he's big body and runs harder than anybody. Yep. So I mean that's why they put him at linebacker. I'm sure they. See ball, go get ball. Like, yeah, that kind of <clears throat> mentality. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think if he can play a little bit smarter, we can. He can be. A, he can have a great year. Um, I mean, kind of. They they talked about the Todd Gurley play where he goes down on like the five yard line or whatever, and um, uh, see, I can't, I'm terrible at names tonight for some reason. The the kid Sean McVay. They were talking to him and they asked him, you know, if that's something they talked about. And he's like, no, Todd's just a really smart player. He knew the situation. He knew what we had to do. We were trying to get a first down. And that's what happened. So, um, that you know, that kind of stuff. Be smart, know the situation. I understand if it's like a third down, got to get a touchdown, and you're trying to go for it. But yeah. it wasn't that scenario. So, that's right. why it was unfortunate. Again, you respect it a little bit. I certainly, in the game, I was a little mad. But everybody around me kind of made me feel work, feel bad for the kid rather than be mad at him. Because everybody else is, you know, booing and yelling. I was like, he's just trying to make a play. Yeah. <laughs> and I, <clears throat> I really love that play in the – spring game where Crouch came untouched, which isn't a good thing. No. But untouched and hit Jeremy Banks in the back. But I would love to see them go head up one on one. Get a little bring the Oklahoma drill back. Yeah, bring it back. Uh, bull in the ring too. We're bringing all that. <laughs> bring back bull in the ring. 
Are there any high school coaches that still like try to do that? I know it's technically illegal, but I'm sure there's some crazy dude out there that's getting away with it. Oh, I can name one off the top of my head. I don't, yep. He doesn't coach. He doesn't coach anymore, though. That's yeah, he insane. doesn't coach he doesn't anymore, coach. but. He, he's probably listening, and he knows. Yeah. <laughs> you want to name drop? I'm not name dropping him. Okay, okay. I think, I mean, if I know the guy's um, volume's a little low, thanks for letting me know. I'll try to get it fixed. Um, I honestly think he he may just be like, yeah, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> he may. Um, we'll see, but yeah, that's uh, yeah. is it too soft? It's just a little low. I, I hope. I think it seems like loud enough. Maybe try to turn up the volume on your um, put headphones in and try to turn it up, and that may work. But we'll definitely fool with it a little bit too. So yeah, um, yeah, I'll fool with it here as we we move on. We're gonna talk a little bit about uh the Boston Celtics. Ooh, ooh. I met a guy that had a that had a Boston hat, and I, I told him I said I think I'm gonna be on, be buying my first Celtics jersey. Uh sometime soon with grant williams being there and then uh the reason we're really talking about it though is carol lawson being a getting named an assistant coach yeah i think that's that's big for her is, uh, I is think that she, the se- just the second woman uh when woman coach in the nba i know there's one in um san antonio, san antonio yeah yeah i don't i don't know i'm not real sure but i mean good for her um just a, a heck of a player at tennessee in her career was picked fifth overall by the Detroit Shock, um, was a great WNBA player, WNBA champion, um, also Olympic gold medalist. So she she understands the game. Um, so I, I think that's big for the Boston Celtics. Now, if you look, if you remember the um, when Tennessee's basketball coaching job came open, a lot of people mentioned Kara Lawson. Um, and we also have a Twitter question about that. I guess I'll just read that first. Um, yeah. We're going to go, go for it and, and cover that. Um, I mean, Kimsey Ward at Ball Usher G said, Kara Lawson was passed over for the Tennessee head coaching job. Lack of coaching experience was a factor. Is her hiring by the Celtics Danny Ainge's attempt to help groom her in case Kelly Harper doesn't work out? Um, no. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Danny I don't Ainge think, didn't do anything for the walls, right? I don't think Danny Ainge cares about no. that. Now, I think it it could. I don't think that's his intentions whatsoever. But I think right. it could help her if it doesn't work out. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it has anything to do with the walls. But I'm sure. First off, from what I can gather from Danny Ainge, I don't think he would hire a woman just because she was a woman. Like I don't think that's what he's you know what he's doing. Um. So I'll say that, but then I also, um, sorry, I'm still trying to pull this down. Um, so she, it's obvious he thinks she's a, he's a great coach. Yeah. So I, I am kind of curious to see what kind of comes from that. Is she trying to get into the men's game? Is she just, did she just take the first job available? I don't even know that she, she may want to stay in the men's game. So the lady dolls may not even be in her you know, in her thoughts at all. Mm-hmm. She may want to stay in the men's game. I, I, I don't know. That's kind of what it seems to me. I think, or, I mean, it could just be best job available, but to me it seems that she's probably wanting to stay in the men's game. But I'm sure that's, like yeah. I said, the Celtics may have been the best job available or that what she thought the best job available was. So, Well, I think it could have been. <clears throat> and, I it's gotta, and it's got to be a good fit. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I, I, I do know she retired from the WNBA to focus on a broadcasting career. Um, so I'm wondering if this kind of coaching job that came open with Tennessee was kind of like piqued her interest. And maybe she wanted to get back into coaching. Or yeah. <clears throat> not back, get back into it, but start that side of her career. You know, she wanted to give back and uh, relay the, what, past summit instilled in her at Tennessee. So. Right. Right. It's awesome, though. Really cool to, to see her get that opportunity. Um, I mean – the the Celtics are obviously a, a high profile program, so that that's really cool to see that, that she gets an opportunity like that. Yeah, so. for sure. And, and coaching Grant Williams, coaching Grant Williams, balls out balls. That's right, always, <laughs> always. Uh, you messed up recruiting news. Any more Twitter questions? And if you guys are in here, ask away. Again, I'll try to keep up with the comments. I'm I'm working on it. Um, I hope the sounds getting there. I'm I'm working on it. Like I said, I've got this is the what the live video is actually feeding out and I can 
headphones in, volume up. It seems to be all right. Um, yeah. Sorry, I was working on it. Um, but uh, yeah, next you can pick it up real quick. It's a uh, two quarterbacks. Two quarterbacks. Yep. So Tennessee is, I guess we're kind of going back to recruiting, but Tennessee is in the running for another four-star quarterback, and that's four-star um, dual-threat quarterback, Haynes King, out of Longview, Texas. Um, he, he's set to make his decision. It's, it's pretty much between Texas A&M and Tennessee to see where he goes to. But I love this able to take – or not able. Um, I love this – kind of competition they have going with Haynes King and, and Harrison Bailey. Harrison yeah. Bailey's already committed to us. But they want to add another quarterback. They think um, Garantano has the option to go pro after this season. I don't know if that'll happen. But right. but they want to add another quarterback to this quarterback room. And and I, I think it's great as and I think Haynes King and Harrison Bailey would agree that it, it's a good thing for competition. Um, so I feel like Jim Chaney once that he recruited Haynes King. Um, he's a big three sport athlete, great baseball player, just a, just a solid athlete. Um, whereas Harrison Bailey's more of like quarterback. He's had quarterback coaches. He's had, um, you know, quarterback trainers out through the, through the off season. Whereas Haynes King usually is, is playing another sport. Um, um, yeah, I, I mean, they're going to go, I think again, they're, they're probably at that point where they, they see someone they can get that they think is one of the best available. So that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, which is good. You want that. And they obviously think Harrison Bailey is good. They wouldn't offer him a spot. I mean, like they're just trying to add talent to this roster. Yeah. And and the best guy will win. I mean, if you remember before or when Josh Dobbs got on campus, he wasn't even really thought of as getting a play. And, and, um, we had someone say, they want to get Haynes, but they also don't want to lose Harrison. Or they said, if we get Haynes, they don't want to lose Harrison. I agree. Yeah, Harrison's done a lot for this class. I don't think. I don't think. Um, I don't think Harrison would leave Haynes King. He he seemed to be kind of. He won't flat out say he's supporting it, and they won't flat out say he hates it. But like mm-hmm. the few things I've seen about it, he's just, you know, he's going to compete regardless of who's there. So like you know, whatever. And um, I, I think it'd be good to get two quarterbacks in there, especially two guys that are skilled in the same class that drive each other. And you may lose one one of them the next year, and they may go be successful. Hopefully the guy you keep successful. Um, but it's always good to have that that competition and yeah. talent on the roster. Best man wins. Yep. So, but, I, yeah, I think – I mean, I think I think Harrison stays it regardless. And then, um, you know, quarterback competition usually usually ends up all right, especially if you get guys like that. And you may lose them. But and, and you look could, at Georgia. Georgia lost Eason. I, I probably would prefer Eason over um, – from from but from took you to national championship. You're all right. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> like you know, beggars can't be choosers. I guess at that point. Mm. <laughs> so and same with Justin Fields. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he left. And I, I I like Justin Fields more than uh, From as well too. I at this point again From, and that's not saying I wouldn't take From. Believe me, I would take From right now. <laughs> but um, I'm talking just like skill set. Who I think is probably going to end up being better mm-hmm. overall at the end of their career. And this is just if he picks Tennessee. I think one thing that's um, holding Tennessee back is obviously distance. Mm. He's from Longview, Texas, so he's not far away from Texas A&M. Um, quite a bit of ways from, from Tennessee, but he loves Jeremy Pruitt. He loves Jim Chaney. Um, and Jim Austin, can we get – can we work on getting some some cheaper plots into Texas? I think the one in Dallas is a little pricey. Yeah, see if y'all can help help out our boy. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's let's get his family. We'll get him on his own their own jet. All right. That's, yeah. Maybe not a jet. Maybe just a. Maybe one of those little yeah. Cessnas. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I lost lost my train of thought on that one. But if they don't get Haynes King, I, I feel like they go and get a JUCO guy. Right, but you think they go and try to get another quarterback? I, I so, do. I don't. I don't think there's any any other ones left in this class um, that would be a true freshman. But they could go out and get a transfer for sure. Because I mean, Brian Mauer or, or JT Shrout, if if Garantano goes pro, I don't, is Garantano eligible to transfer after this year? Because I mean, is that possible? 
Oh, I don't know. Because he's just a junior, right? Yeah. That's what he said. He will be a redshirt junior. Right. She confirmed me. So he could. He could graduate. Yeah, I mean, is that the scenario that happens? I think if you put, uh, if you get two good freshman quarterbacks, if you get, I think if you get one fresh freshman quarterback, maybe, and then does he see it a scenario where someone else currently on the roster beats him out next year? Yeah, do you just leave? I don't see that. I don't see anybody on this current roster beating getting called up. I don't see it either. I, I mean, I'm just by the end of next or by the end of this year going into next. Is that a thought where? Yeah. Let me go be comfortable at a. Let me graduate. Let me graduate and transfer and be comfortable somewhere. And maybe I mean he definitely he definitely feels undervalued by the ball fans. So yeah, that's very obvious by Twitter. Mm-hmm. So, um, which is fine. I mean, you feel that way. That's it. I, that's that's you. Proof is wrong. Yeah. How about that's, that? That's fine with me too. I, I would prefer that. Um, but yeah, that's 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 the only reason I bring up. The, the possibility of him transferring. I'm not saying, oh, yeah, it will happen, or I think it'll happen. I'll just – maybe that's a scenario that plays out. Yeah. that I think that's another – I think that's probably honestly more likely than him going pro, trying to go pro. Of him transferring? Mm-hmm. I, I would think that's more likely. See, I think he would stay. <clears throat> now, I mean, a freshman could come in here and beat him out. And if he's going to get beat out, yeah, he's probably going to transfer. And, and likely J.T. Stroud or Brian Maurer transfers too. Uh. I don't remember who said it. They said they could see JT leaving too. Was it? Yeah. Eddie, Eddie, the, Eddie the Don, he said he could see a scenario where JG and JT both leave after this year. Yeah. And I think that is what Tennessee is doing. They're, you know, running scenarios in, the, in their head situations. Yeah. Who's, where, the two, who's the two guy this year? Um, Maurer or JT? That's tough. I haven't, I haven't seen enough of Brian yeah. Maurer um, to really know. Yeah, I mean, that's one problem. Yeah, but I would try to guess. I'd guess I'd say JT, but yeah, that's legitimately just a guess. I barely an educated guess. <laughs> I would I would say probably JT. Yeah, but I went gambling this weekend and did terrible. So don't take any word. Don't take anything I say. Be true. So. <laughs> Not very good at guessing apparently. Um, yeah, that 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 sucks. Uh, I had something else about these, but I don't remember now. But I think Tennessee would be great with either one of these schools. Yeah, I agree. Um, and not to take anything away from anybody on our roster, um, but these two guys are, I think, higher rated than anybody on our roster. So, uh, both these guys. So, and they're both at the Elite 11 right now. Um, so that's big Tennessee could possibly get two Elite 11 quarterbacks. Right, right. Yep. Um, I think the only thing I was going to say about quarterbacks is pro football folks should stop thinking about quarterbacks. Stop making graphics. It You just look stupid. Yeah. I enjoy, like, their NFL stuff, but they're – I'm just more on the – like, they just make the most pointless graphics. Yeah, the, the Garantano ones. Yes. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> You're thinking. I wasn't going to say that. He made, Landon made me say that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, you know, win. If you're winning, those stats look cool. If you're losing, those stats look dumb. Period. So. Yeah, we need to win. Because I, I want to go to a bowl game. I want to go to a good bowl game. I don't want to go to, like, the, I don't know, what's the Liberty Bowl. You want to go to Liberty Bowl? No. Why? I mean, yeah, I, would, I, I just, it'd be fun. Memphis is butt. They have good smoke butts. <laughs> I'm sure Kenny would be there crying about. I mean, if he thinks Rick Barnes is intimidating, just wait till the rest of the wall next yeah. gets there. Or like Jeremy Pruitt, he would definitely be scary. Jeremy Pruitt looks like he's been in a couple bar fights in his life. So. Yeah, I can see it. Definitely, probably one couple. I mean, there's a rumor that he tried to beat the shit out of Mark Rick. So yeah. Not, not Mark. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, Rick. Mark. Yeah, Rick. Mark Rick. Yeah. yeah. So, which I wish he had just done it to Nick Saban. That would have been. I would have hoped that one was true. Beating a good Christian man like Mark Rick isn't cool. Yeah. But Nick Saban deserves that. So, that would have been cool. Maybe Mark Rick got a demon. He was just beating the demon. It's possible. I mean, yeah. What story came out that I was like, oh my god, that makes a Mark Rick story sound true? I don't remember what it was. 
it was oh, it was yeah. him. No, yeah, I'm not gonna. We're not going there. Yeah. We don't know if it's true. We don't know if it's we don't know if it's true, but we've heard some things. I need to I need to confirm that story. I'm not breaking it. No, I'm not dropping that story. No, we don't. So that ain't gonna be me. Um, let's just say Jeremy Pruitt's not gonna run away from a fight. He's not. I I I said the bar fight thing, not thinking about that. Yeah. So, um, and really, I guess it wasn't a fight. It was just a. I don't know if y'all. He's a Jeremy Pruitt can he can talk it. Yeah. He can, he don't can talk don't it. trash talk Jeremy Pruitt. Exactly. He's not gonna happen, especially he's, when he's had some drinking. Yeah. If he was uh, if he was the one going to um, going head toe to toe with Penny Hardaway. He, I don't, I don't, I'm not confident he would have been as uh, biblical as Rick Barnes was about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's move past that. Ignore everything I just said. Um, you got some friends to tell us about. I don't think I did mine. You didn't. Oh God, I'm so sorry, guys. I thought, I'll tell you, you, I thought you were gonna segue into I should have the gambling thing. I should have. I'll talk. Yeah. I'll tell you about my friends after Landon tells you about our others. Mm-hmm. Our other friends. So, SeatGeek, let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals for your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot, great deal. Yellow dot, good deal. Red dot, not so good deal. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. It's two free beers at the stadium on the own. What are you waiting for? It's promo code ACAA at, for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. Guys, go check them out. They are great. It's easy to use. And I don't know why you're still listening to me. Go ahead. Yeah, click off. Just go ahead and head over to SeatGeek. <laughs> yeah. No one cares what Lance has to say. Right. My wife would agree. Listen to this after you're done. This is a good one. Five. I don't have any more money to gamble away. I lost it all. Mm-hmm. Guys, Cherokee, before I get into this, Cherokee, North Carolina is a lot of fun. Um, even if you don't want to go to the casino, there there's like plenty to do in the hotel and like especially if they're having a concert that weekend, I'm sure it'd be a lot of fun. Um but I mean I had a good time. I guess How far I is did, Cherokee? Almost about uh I would say about two hours. Okay. Just about a little, I mean, under it, but not much. I think we, I think we made it back in just over an hour and a half today. So, so is it before Asheville? Yes, and it it's just like to get there. Um, so we took the interstate there, and then took Newfound Gap Road. This, I don't know if it's called that the whole time back today. Um, but the the interstate, you just got to go through Brighton City, Brighton City, at least Plainsville for sure, and Plainsville. Um, to get there, and it, it just once you get off the interstate, it, it still takes you like forty five minutes. So that's why well, a little bit longer. Um, and then yeah, Newfound Gap Roads. Obviously, you can't go very fast, so it takes you. It's a straight shot, but it's uh takes you a little bit longer. But yeah, a lot of a lot of fun. Um, I did play blackjack for just about ten hours. So I don't know if it's that much fun unless you're playing poker or playing poker, playing uh, or you're playing at the casino. I don't know. Now that I say that, <laughs> I'm like I, that's all I did. So. <laughs> Um, but speaking of gambling, it's, is it July 1st? It's legalized in Tennessee. Is that the date? Yeah, I think so. Is it? Awesome. That's perfect. Perfect for this tomorrow, right? Yeah. You're going to be able to, um, you're going to be able to do my bookie without going through all the, the hassle of getting, making sure your credit cards can international and doing all that jazz. So head over to my bookie. Guys, they're the best bet this season. Is that stomach? stomach? Wow. Ooh. They've been in the business for years. They have great reviews online, and their mobile site's easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy or how many points the players are going to score each game. So what are you waiting for? Join now. My bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar, but only if you use the promo code ISSUE. That's promo code ISSUE, I-S-S-U-E. Visit my bookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. 
and don't forget to use the promo code issue when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. If you're playing at home, say it with me. You play, you win, you get paid. I love it. I love it. Such a solid. It's electric. Um, yeah, appreciate my bookie. Go check them out. They're awesome. I'm super excited. I shouldn't. I don't know how it'll work. So I shouldn't say you might not. You might still have to get an international card to do it or go get a gift card or write a check or whatever. But hopefully with the new law, it'll be much, much easier. And my bookie's already easy. The only confusion for a while is the payment that will no longer give you a confusion there. So check them out. They're awesome. Let's get a lot over there. Over the weeks. Yeah, sorry. It scared me for a second. I was reading something. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You scared me. I looked over there. You just blank face. Yeah. I'm reading about my, my fill of the week. Reading about it. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, but let, let's get into that. Let's get into most important of the week. Do that. Go ahead. Hop into it. I'm going uh, Most important of the week. My first one is Vladimir... Guerrero Jr. He um, is the youngest in MLB history to be named to a, the Home Run Derby at only 20 years old in like 144 days, something like that. Oh, wow. Um, he's the third 20-year-old to actually um, be in the Home Run Derby. I think Bryce Harper and uh, King Griffey Jr. were there. Gotcha. Pretty solid company there. Yeah, I don't remember the uh, the part of my take guys have a bet going on for is it Yelk Yelk? How do you say his name? Yelich. Yelich. I think it's Yelich. Yeah. That if he hits, if he wins a home run derby, Big Cat's gonna have to do something weird with. Yeah, it's strange bet. Strange bet. I can't remember um, exactly what it is. Also, sorry we're having some camera difficulties. The sound is still working. Um, I'm working on it right now, guys. So maybe most important, get this camera working. <laughs> Yeah, sure. That's what we're working on here. Um, this is not most important. Sorry, I've been going around back here. I'm gonna have to find it. I got another one. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, roll that. Roll that back. Um. So Kevin Durant will um, announce his free agency decision tonight on Instagram. <laughs> of course he will. Is It'll he gonna do it from his account or a burner account? Um, uh, it's the boardroom. I don't know if that's <laughs> his or not. I don't think it is. But I think it's like a show actually on. Yeah. Gotcha. I was just, yeah. I'm just my burner account that I don't actually use, but I use it as a Kevin Durant. It says Kevin Durant. <laughs> hey, we're back. We're back. We are back. We're alive. Sorry about that, guys. Glad we can get you back up here. Um, I know you guys. I've got a face for radio. I don't know, I've been trying to tell Landon we we don't need to do live videos. Sure, I'm sure. I'm not in the business of being looked at. Um, but here we are. My most important. I had another one, but I don't know where it went, and I don't want to give you like half a story because I do that a lot, and that's stupid. But Italy, after they won, they did the the women's team did the uh, Macarena with their fans. Hey. Like I don't think there was any music. I think they were just like spontaneously, just like, eh. which is the best dance of all time. Better than the cha cha slide for all you white wedding people. Way better than the cha cha slide. Ah, whoa. Well, maybe I shouldn't because the Cupid Shuffle. That one's pretty good. That one gets the. the hey, you're that, forgetting the wall. That, but that the the thing good thing about the Cupid Shuffle is that gets all the. The the older women looking for younger <laughs> men like myself on the dance floor. The That's coos. what the Cupid Shuffle does. So, um, ah, Cupid Shuffle. You know what? I just found our Jumbotron for the week, guys. Best wedding songs. We'll be back with you, Lynn, today. Ooh. Come back for that one. Um, throw them in there. Rocky Top's a good one here in the, the great state of Tennessee. Yeah, everybody knows it. Uh, and everybody's going to, for some reason, get on the dance floor for that one and sing along. It's very weird, but it's yeah. fun. So, Yeah, come back Wednesday for that one. I just found it. Unless Lennon has a better one. Then we may do that one. I don't know. We'll talk about it. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Fill or fill a week, yeah. Fill a week. Actually, I have one more most important. Sorry. Oh my god. Um, the Yankees and Red Sox played in London, and the first game was a doozy. <laughs> oh, I saw that score. That's insane. <laughs> Seventeen to thirteen was the final score. Yankees over Boston. Wow. 
Is that a football game? Yeah. Well, I actually tweeted and I was like, um, London is actually going to think that baseball is just like yeah, a they're going to be they're going to be really twelve game. They're going to be really really upset when they uh, start watching baseball. <laughs> <laughs> like what is this bullcrap? First two hundred, yeah. <laughs> they're like, what happened to all the hits yeah. and everything? Yeah. So. All the home runs. But I mean that I think that's a good thing to to actually expand out out to there have a game. Um, I think it's cool and actually to start with probably the best rivalry. Yeah, no, I mean they definitely did it. They definitely did it right. Like, imagine if they had sent like the uh, Tampa Bay and Miami Marlins, yeah, Miami out there. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. you're not. Gonna, I mean, you're not going to create any baseball fans with those two teams. No, so maybe they maybe they had a little deal. Maybe let's break out. Oh, breaking news: the MLB told the pitchers to pitch at them and get that score up to get fans. They're trying to make baseball fun again. I, I I wouldn't I, be surprised. No, there was no I'm lot. breaking that conspiracy theory wide open. There yeah. you are. You have it. MLB is fixing games now to try to attract fans. It was like six to six um, at the end of the first inning. Yeah. I. Yep. Who's the MLB commissioner? Who is? Uh, I'm calling for his job. Whoever it is, calling for it. I don't even know. I he was know. there though. But MLB is more corrupt than FIFA. You heard it here first, which is real tough to do. So, yep, breaking that one up. Fail the week, MLB. Try to create fans. Fail the week. So this is more of a stupidity, but I want to read it because I happen to I happen to scroll through on Twitter and see some guy. He runs a Facebook called The Sports Life, and um, he did. I have no idea. Uh, this is the first post. Oh, I it's read. on Facebook. Yeah, oh. so probably not. Yeah. Just on Facebook, as far as I can tell. And if it was, we're on Facebook, so hopefully that means we're relevant. I mean, I hope that doesn't mean we're bad. I, I'm probably just bad because I'm bad. I can accept that. Facebook doesn't necessarily need to make me bad. <laughs> um, but I'm not this bad. Um, a guy who's supposed to be a Vols fan said, "Got to give some love where love is due." As a Vols fan, I want to date. I want to downplay Vanderbilt winning another college baseball championship because it is college baseball. But the fact of the matter is, baseball is one of the three major sports in our country the most, and Vanderbilt's dominating it. Not to mention another rival of ours is dominating college football. I never thought it would be this tough to be a Vols fan. Okay, first off, don't say that as a Vols fan, ever. Ever. Yeah. We all know how good the second team you're referring to, but F Nick Saban. Yeah, and if you're if you're a Vols fan and going to actually applaud Vandy for anything, you can just go yeah. ahead and jump in a pool of conquer. No, Vandy can never win another college sports game in my entire life, and I would be okay with it. I don't yeah. care. I don't care. Yeah, just taking the fact they went zero and twenty or twenty two, whatever it is, in the SEC was fantastic. Zero and eighteen. I don't. This is the problem. How many games you play? Eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Zero and eighteen. That's awesome, and that should happen to Vandy every single year. And I'm never going to give them credit. F them. We probably, you know, a couple foul calls that went our way in that game helped us win it. Perfect. Do that every time. Yeah, Vandy can like just. Go into a massive you can, sinkhole. And you can go to hell, Vandy. Yeah. yeah, well, how do you... And, like, if you're, like, doing this Facebook page and you're a Vols fan, that means you probably have Vol followers. Wait, 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 wait. Is there, like, graphic? Did he, like, post a picture? It's just a picture. It's not graphics. He didn't make a graphic, but... But he actually, like, like he took went, the time to, He went like, to some effort. He made this... And it's, like, it's like two pictures, so he put them together. He took the time to put two pictures in an app and combine them as one picture and post it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I guess that is a split. You're right. That is a what are those grids? photo grid. Photo grid. Yeah, that's a. I don't know. It's very weird. Um, I'm not giving credit to Vandy ever, and you shouldn't either. And if you're a Vandy fan, well, me and you are not gonna get along. Okay, this this kind of fits, kind of what you said. Um, so this guy at the Yankees Red Sox game had a hat, and. He had it as New York, but he turned it around, oh, and no. it was That's another hat no. of the Red Sox. So he had a Red Sox-Yankees hat combined into one. Nope. So when he was wearing the Yankees hat frontwards, the Red Sox was wore back. So he's probably also a ball cat. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I get it. You know, he just he's watched Kentucky basketball his whole life, yep. but he's from Tennessee. Has to cheer for the balls. Nope. You're a phony. Totally 
And if your house is divided, then your house is wrong. That's like That's, I hate those things. It's I, like Appalachian Europe. You know what I won't do? Marry a girl who cheers for an opposing college football team of mine. Because our life wouldn't be fun. Because, you know, I take it all personally. And I shouldn't, but I do. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> like, when Florida beats us for the 30th time with a way worse team, I'm not going to go home and be happy that she's cheering. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm really happy for you that you had a great day at the yeah. Neyland. Nope, I'm going to be pissed. And I'm going to tell her to shut up. Because I hate Florida. So yeah, every time she gets in the shower, bucket of ice water. Yeah. So time. to avoid me becoming just a really, really, really um, domestic abuser, <laughs> that's a joke. That's a joke. It's but premeditated. I'd never get in there. <laughs> that's premeditated. Regardless. Um. Yeah. No. Don't marry a people. Who, I don't care how good looking she is either, because no, she probably if she cheers for Florida. She's. <laughs> A thousand times out of a thousand, she's not that hot. Uh, a thousand out of a thousand. Thirty percent or sixty percent of the time, it works every time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. I don't understand that. So, I um, I get yeah. I take sports way too personal to ever be okay with that. So, you got any more? I do. Um, you also just got some great life advice from us. Yeah. Like that was free. Yeah, we've given you the meaning of life. We've given you life advice. You're probably a better person if you watch our show. Probably. You're not. You might be dumber. Your IQ <laughs> might be lower, but good life advice. But yeah, you're you're nice. You have great character. Yes, and that's what counts, right? It is. That's I, what all our coaches say. It's about character. No, it's about if you're good or not. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, Doriel, Doriel, how would you? How do you say that name? Doriel, Doriel, Doriel Greenbeckham. Yeah. yeah. Doriel Green Beckham. Where is he at now? He's actually in jail. Um, well, he's charged yeah. he's with... Like, what, what team? I don't think he's with the, the team. He's not with the team? Okay. Um, but he's charged with marijuana possession and resisting arrest. Smart. Smart, smart. So, yeah. Um, Tough one there. Yeah. Apparently, he's not that fast either. <laughs> he, <laughs> he got, got caught. caught. Yeah. He got caught. Like, he got ran down. That's, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, the, um, the guy who tossed Baker Mayfield... In Arkansas, how has he not gotten on an NFL roster yet? Have you seen that video of him getting tackled? Oh yeah, like the man catches, runs him down, and then he—I mean—drives his hips through him, makes a great tackle. Also, Baker definitely had to go in concussion protocol after that one. Oh yeah, like his head hit like a concrete wall. That was a heck of a yeah. heck of a form tackle, heck of a play, heck of a play by officer. Rumor is Jeremy Pruitt already offered him, probably. <laughs> It's like ninety eight percent of the country. Yep. Um, another fill of the week. Oh wow, dang. Derek Mason, the Definitely. way he wears his hat. Oh yeah, it's like it's like over his ears. Oh, I thought he wore it. Wow, yeah, what? <laughs> How is that comfortable? <laughs> See, the hat's huge. It looks like it's like sitting up like his head is already huge and then he got This like is a... how it looks like it's sitting on his head. Yeah. It's so big. Who gave him that hat? You have like the Nike Nike is your supplier. Yeah. That's the hat you came up with. Tough. At least he's not a visor guy. If you ever, if you like visors and you go to Texas, don't wear it because I got obliterated for wearing a visor in Texas. <laughs> like made fun of the entire time. And it didn't help that the girls that were making fun of me were good looking. It just it hurt more, honestly. They made fun of you just because you're wearing a visor, or were you doing something else? And then they made no, fun like of you. we're just sitting there talking, and they're like. Why do you have a visor on? And I was like, because I like visor. It's visor guy. <laughs> That's how I got the nickname. It was vi- like, they would call me visor guy the rest of the night. And I was like, what's wrong with a visor? And she was like, nothing if you play softball and you're a girl. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, dang. I was like, oh, I won't be wearing a visor anymore. Um, just kidding. I'm in like, Texas. In te- yeah, just in Texas. I'm, yeah. I'm not. not uh, There's more life advice. You're I, welcome. <laughs> yeah, I'm just helping you out. But yeah, and then like later she was like, "Oh, are you like gonna go take a walk with all your uh, with all the other retired women in the neighborhood this afternoon?" I was like, "Dang, I'm like, leave me alone." <laughs> hey, go get your all white New Balance. Like at this point, I had hair, so I could show it through my visor. <laughs> little, little. Flow. I mean, not a lot of hair, but I, I had hair. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, yeah, I got obliterated for it and won't be wearing one again. Until tailgate season. No, no no more visors. No more visors at all? Oh, um, I shouldn't say at all. Because we always wear it to at least one game. It's tradition. 
I guess I do. Yeah, I do. We yell Bowser guy the whole time. <laughs> Bowser guy. Spurrier. You think Bowser's are cool? <laughs> he can wear them. Spurrier or, or the guy yelling both. at him? Both. <laughs> I want to know. If that would have been greater if he was actually wearing a visor and yelled that to him. That would have been fun. I don't know. I like it. I like the really going after his his fashion sense. Yeah, I was like, I gotta use the bathroom. Oh my god, so I'm gonna get off here. Unless Landon just wants to stay on and talk to you. <laughs> I'm, all. I'm good. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to the show. We'll be back Wednesday. I don't know the out- entire outline, but if you're thinking about your Jumbotron best wedding song, best uh, da- songs to dance to at a wedding reception. White weddings only. Those other people, man, they can flat out dance and anything, and it ain't fun. You just stand around and watch. Okay. You know what you do at a white wedding? You jump up and down and sing along. That's what you do. I would enjoy either one of those. Yeah, yeah, but it's they're they're all fun. They're all fun, but you you get left out. Weddings are fun. Wedding season is awesome. It is. I haven't been to a wedding this spring. I don't think the one I was supposed to go to, I, I couldn't because of work. So thank thank you because it was out of town. You were nice. too busy picking out your next sponsor. Yep, that's exactly. It. <laughs> Guys, thank y'all for listening. We'll see you on Wednesday. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.